This is a new way. This is a new day. This is the way we want to go, man. Bye, Papa. Okay, thank you. Is that, is that more appropriate in your mind? It's going off the rails. There's insanity in the control room. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. We choose truth over facts. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C. See it, senor. Dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today, on a Tuesday, it's got that Tuesday feel. We're under the tutelage of our general manager. We have both an international and a domestic general manager today. The international general manager, the Red Chinese Army. Poised, ready to bring the hammer down on those protesters in Hong Kong. It's going to be ugly, and we're going to watch it. On the China. Twitter and on the TV. Yes, sir. That's right. China. Uh, also, our domestic general manager, immigrants who immediately go on welfare. And the Trump administration's cruel, racist new policies on not letting that happen as much. Cruel and racist, according to the corporate media numbskulls. Yeah. I, I, wait, I can't wait to see the polling on this one. It's another one where my guess is the vast majority of Americans are okay with that. Right. And if the vast majority of Americans were to speak with people who work in social services every day and see this stuff on the front lines, it would be 90%. We've talked to these people. What you read, what you see is is a funhouse mirror version of what's really going on. You ask somebody who actually administers benefits, and they'll tell you about entire apartment complexes full of people who've emigrated from a certain country or another We'll all teach each other, here's how you get this, here's how you get this, here's how you get this. Aren't those Americans stupid? Remember I told the story of a guy I know who married a woman from the Middle East. Her whole family came over here once she's married to an American. And they sit around in his apartment laughing about how what a stupid country we are. That you, People just come over here and you sit and you get free benefits and uh, you don't have to work. Right. And it drives him crazy. Right. That they think it's so hilarious. That drives him crazy because he's a racist and they're the other. And he's got a white supremacist view of his white America's good. No, no, I'm stealing from you. That's the only thing that matters. On the Chinese thing, so there are satellite images showing that the Chinese military is right there on the border with Hong Kong. And they're amassing like they're about to uh, invade a country. Uh, and of course, China. You know, there's no free media over there, so there's no way to actually nail that down. Um, but uh, that could happen at any moment because it's day two of the protesters sh- shutting down one of the busiest airports in the world. I don't imagine that's a sustainable situation. Mm-mm. No. God, I heard one of the protesters uh, being interviewed, and um, reporter asked her. She's one of the leaders of the protesters. Said, "Are you scared?" She said, "Of course, we're scared." I thought, "Yeah, that's a." It's a pretty good answer. The idea that, that, that she said, well, we have no other choice. The idea that they're not scared or don't know that things are about to get really horrible, they might die. Of course they know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a dark, dark moment in the history of the, really the world. Well, man, what, what I find depressing is I, do, I don't think there's any chance it doesn't turn out the, the bad way. 
In, yeah, I'm in, searching. I'm searching my imagination for, you know, the, the, it's all viewable. The brutality, the oppression, everyone sees it because, you know, unlike other places or other times, everybody's walking around with a news camera in their phone. Or, or Well, yeah, in their phone, in their pocket. And so we might see more blanket coverage of of horror than we've ever seen before. You have to get those videos out, though, which usually requires the Internet, I think, because India, I was reading the New York right. Times story over the weekend about what they've done in Kashmir, and they've just shut that place down mm-hmm. communication-wise. There's nothing coming out of there. There are reporters getting in and getting out with a little information, but there's... There's nobody walking around making cell phone videos and getting them out of Kashmir right now. Yeah, oh, absolutely. On the other hand, Hong Kong could not be less Kashmir. Right, in terms of um, tech. Right, exactly. Yeah. And and plus it's a major port and people go in and out you know, uh, fairly effortlessly, I'll bet. Well, not effortlessly, but a lot. In Kashmir, the Indi- another country's military has come in and just shut down your city. Can't open your stores, can't leave your house. People walking around with guns everywhere, just stay in your house. Now they're running out of food and water. What am I supposed to do? Shut up. How crazy is that? That's rough, man. India said we've had enough. We've had enough of terrorist attacks out of here, getting bombed. All the tens of thousands of people have been killed. That's enough. I don't know. I listened to both ambassadors on Fox yesterday, and they both sounded a little full of it, which I guess is what you're supposed to sound like when you're an ambassador. Uh, the the Pakistani ambassador saying, oh, no, that's not true. These are uh, you know calm, peaceful people, blah, blah, blah. The Indian ambassador saying, we're doing this for their economic advantage. This is to protect them. Right. We need economic development in Kashmir. Things are chaotic. We're going to calm it down. Well, let's calm down. Yeah, I'd say. In a way. Oof, man, you're lucky. In in the same way that, like, screwing a top on a boiling pot is calming it down. There's no steam coming out of it. So if there's anything you should focus on today, be happy you you happen to live in a country where that sort of thing is nigh on impossible, at least right now. Right. Another country rolling in and just saying you got to stay in your house or or your own government's military coming in and uh, deciding how you're going to do things. For now. Well, anyway, um, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi, this morning, Michael. I'm doing great. Girlfriend and I have been uh, working hard on the gym, and uh, the only thing is now she wants to add dance. And, you know, like... They have to, yeah, like you got to draw room. a line somewhere, Mike. That's what I'm thinking. You know, are I don't you a man or you're a schnitzel, as they say in Phineas and Ferb? I don't mind you know, chest <laughs> presses, but ballroom dance, I don't know if I want to do that. So they offer uh, you know, free dance classes and stuff there at this gym. So uh, we'll see what happens. I would uh, take the people of Hong Kong as an example to you. I mean, you've got to draw the line. You've got to stand up yeah, against I- oppression. <laughs> <laughs> against moving your body to music. Oh, the worst. <laughs> Does anybody in this studio dance on a regular basis? Dancing's fun. Verbally. Sean's a dancer, Sean's apparently. a dancer. Like, cat, not a regular the, basis, but... The cat owner's a dancer. What a surprise. I don't own a cat. I don't know what those two things are supposed to add up to. <laughs> dancing's fun. If there's music, I'll move. Yeah, sure. And if it's free, it's me. It's not like you're you're paying to, to, to ballroom dance. Come on now. Are you a man or are you a schnitzel? That's the question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No dancing. <laughs> There's positive Sean whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I am fascinated by some of the statistics that come out of this, the whole opioid crisis thing with the number of pills being sent to various places. This one really jumped out to me where uh, just under half of uh, all the opioid pills sold in the U.S. from 2006 to 2012 were purchased by just 15% of the pharmacies selling them. 
almost half of the pills were sold to 15% of the pharmacies. Pretty incredible. I don't understand how it got so bad in the first place. How, how did this get so out of whack? Right. Well, and as we've learned on 60 Minutes and other places, there are, there are people and agencies that are supposed to keep an eye on that sort of thing and recognize when it's that far out of whack and what's going on. And they didn't for a variety of reasons. No. No. And that's pretty amazing, though. And as we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, the, the, the stories about however many millions of pills show up at a pharmacy in a town of 400 people. In the middle of nowhere. Right. What's going on there? Come on. And nobody notices, including that giant marble building full of federal employees whose only job is to notice. Right. They Wonderful. Don't it's amazing. There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I am uh, doing uh, very well, feeling very prosperous. As you know, I have been a registered philatelist for years, a stamp collector, mm. and I took my collection in for an appraisal a while back. Well, I... You took your stamp collection in for an appraisal, yep. okay. I got an offer. A rough it, estimate of the number of stamps in your collection. Many. Many, okay. Many stamps. Well, could you tell us, is it 25 or 100 or 8,000? Yes. Oh, no, there's probably <laughs> probably a good seven 800. Wow. Okay, that's a yeah. lot of stamps. And your has, most valuable stamp, do you have the uh, <clears throat> 1927 Lindbergh, uh, one <laughs> cent in which he appears to be standing up and urinating out of the spirit of St. Louis? The, or the upside-down biplane uh, <laughs> exactly. stamp, the misprint? Uh, and all the misprints, those uh, are really worth a lot. Anyway. 1890 Lincoln, in which he is clearly picking his nose. It was uh, released briefly. Uh, you guys, go ahead and mock, but I sold the collection yesterday, and yes, gentlemen, if you wish, I am ready to share the bacon with what, you, you, you know, this morning. Yeah, that's very nice. You don't have to buy us uh, dinner every time you uh, something good happens in your life. Uh, yeah. Shut up, Jack. I yeah, feel guilty up, about it. I don't know no, if you've don't. noticed, the rest of us aren't doing that. <laughs> What are you trying to curry favor? Has it become embarrassing? Or are you going to no. tell us what your stamp collection is worth? Because that's everybody wants to know. Give us a broad range. Uh, Give us an idea. Right. I mean, like A Rod, who is just according oh, yeah. to everybody in baseball a flaming DB. Yeah, uh, I was had more stolen from his trunk than yeah. most of us have in net yeah. worth. The other day, yeah. a lo- half a million dollars he had stolen from his damn trunk. Alex Rodriguez, while in where else? San Francisco. Right. Let me ask you this, Marshall. Yes. Is today your last day? <laughs> Is it retirement? Are you retiring yeah. today? Yeah. <laughs> Is no. it screw this money? Uh, Here, here's what you do. Yes. You could have traded your stamp collection for nice television, a used car, a new car, a house, a yacht. I mean, <laughs> How about a Tempur-Pedic king-size mattress? Well, that's, that's oh, pretty good. Oh, wait a minute. That's pretty good yeah. for a stamp nice. collection. Yeah. Way more than I would have guessed for yeah. stamps. Oh, that's nice. pretty impressive. No, this, this has been a collection I put together for quite a while, and that's cool. why, again, I'm just ready. I share a little bit, you know, but it and, and it keeps the karma going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about that sort of thing later, because it's been on my mind to stamp. Because the sort of stuff that you did, I did as a kid, right. possibly because there was a lack of other things to do, but right. like... My kids and their friends, they just, they, 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 them getting into and dedicated to anything seems to be difficult with the amount of entertainment options that, that right. exist in the right. modern world. Right. right. Necessity is the mother of invention, and boredom is frequently the mother of creativity. Yeah. And we've eliminated it. No, I'd say. I'd say. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is Tuesday, August 13th, the year 2019. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Well, then, let's begin officially according to FCC rules and regs at Mark. At Mark. 
Americans are slow to wake up. Once we do wake up, we slam it like nobody's business. Slam it. I'm running for president because it is time for this generation of Americans to slam it. I need that for my alarm in the morning, please. I love it. What's the be- I love the beginning of it. That's the perfect alarm. It- Americans are slow to wake up. Once we do wake up, we slam it like yes! nobody's business. Yes! That would be a, a good alarm. Yes, Mary- I, yeah, I am going to slam it. The Marianne Williamson alarm clock. Slam it. Love it. Fantastic. <laughs> She's not on the debate stage yet, but maybe with the new Slam It remix. Yes. She'll get the poll numbers she needs. Donate. A couple of our listeners, well, we got to take a break, but have already let us know. They showed us the receipt. They've donated just to get her on the stage. <laughs> Americans are slow to wake up. Yes. Once we do wake up, we slam it Hell like yeah, nobody's we business. Slam it. We slam it like nobody's business. <laughs> What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, Chinese military massing on Hong Kong's border. Commentators calling it preparation for Tiananmen 2. Oof. The administration to immigrants, you got to pay as you go. And Epstein's Lolita Island rated. Coming up. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. We need to get to it. Yep, all in the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Yeah, there are a lot of stories to follow up on uh, from previous days, including the whole Epstein killing himself in jail thing. What's the latest on that? That actually uh, figures in a mailbag. Okay. You can uh, email us if you'd like. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. I have two freedom-loving quotes of the day today. I love them both so much, I can't, uh, I can't choose one. First, from one Ronald Reagan. I hope we once again have reminded people that man is not free unless government is limited. There's a clear cause and effect here that is as neat and predictable as a law of physics. As government expands, liberty contracts. Yeah, that's pretty good. And then, perhaps even more succinctly, and I, you know, it's funny, I've been a, a student of and great fan of H.L. Mencken. Since I was uh, late in my late teens, early 20s. Uh, if you want a Mencken book, uh, The Impossible H.L. Mencken is a compilation of his uh, newspaper columns and stuff. It's absolutely fantastic. But um, this, this may be my favorite quote of all time. I am going to get not a T-shirt emblazoned on this. I'm going to get 10 T-shirts emblazoned with this. I'm going to get sweatshirts. I'm going to get sweaters. I'm going to emblazon it on the legs of pants. I'm going to buy a $500 suit, have it tailored, then have this printed on the back of the suit coat. <clears throat> and I quote, The urge to save humanity is almost always a false face for the urge to rule it. Mmm. Hmm. I rest my case, except the, for the next three and a half hours of show. Yes. <laughs> I'll um, save it. Moving along. This is great. Jeff, honorary uh, producer Jeff, sent this along. It's a poster. It appears to be in a classroom. Seven things every kid needs to hear. One, I love you. Two, I'm proud of you. Three, I'm sorry. Four, I forgive you. Five, I'm listening. Six, 
communism has failed every time it was tried. <laughs> Seven, you've got what it takes. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. I love that. I couldn't love it more. You know, that's great, but it's long. Uh, how about this? A back-to-backer. This is John. May or may not be his real name. I don't know. Been a cop for about 30 years and spent uh, over half of it supervising and managing jails. Few things to consider. The iron rule of jails. If an inmate wants to harm himself, it is impossible to prevent it. That's interesting. We're talking Epstein here. Um, And then he tells a story that just, it's so crazy. Um, We'll tell it in the next half hour. Don't have time right now, but oh, oh, man. Um, But long and short of it is, once you compress the carotid artery, the flow of oxygenated blood is restricted, and the subject loses consciousness in less than 10 seconds. So there's no oh. fight or struggle for life. Oh. That's how autoerotic deaths occur. God, I hate thinking about that. but <clears throat> And uh, jails are understaffed, guys. Blah, blah, blah. He goes on. It's just it can't be stopped if he wants to. And then this from Mo, who had similar work for many, many years. There's no way Epstein could suicide without assistance. Ah, right. Um, housing him with a corrupt ex-cop during the initial incident, then taking him off suicide watch is indefensible and bizarre. With the kind of money involved with him and his clients, anything is possible. Well, so, that's true. Uh, yeah, I've heard a lot of conflicting stuff. As usual, yeah, experts with uh, many years of expertise in the area that are 180 degrees apart on the whole thing, which happens always. I don't know what you do with that information. Marshall's News next. <laughs> I want to talk about the Endangered Species Act, which Trump has rolled back various uh, parts of. And, of course, he's just an evil person that wants animals dead. I heard he shot a black rhino. Getting to the whole growing government thing, because if you ever try to shrink it at all, you're, you're, you're painted as evil and awful and uncaring. Because government is here to save the world. I'll retell my own personal tale about one particular bird that is protected by the uh, the very act we're speaking of. It's that fictional tale you made up, Exactly. Right? Yeah, it's that one. Exactly. Mm. That almost caused me to be fined tens of thousands of dollars for eliminating a pest. Jeez. Anyway, let's get... In that get... short story you wrote. Uh, let's get the news right. now, Marsha Phillips. Chinese forces have been massing at the Hong Kong border with White House officials reported to be closely monitoring this buildup. Commentators warning that tanks could be sent in to crush the ongoing protests in a, quote... Tiananmen Square crackdown take two as the protests continue and have shut down the Hong Kong airport for a second day. And I was just watching four look-to-be 90-pound girls, teenagers, arm-in-arm with masks on standing there at the airport. Yeah. I mean, a couple of big dudes with pipes. Jeez. Now, they may well come in with guns. Right. Although I, they probably will herd them out of the airport without firing shots and then, you know, unleash true hell once they're outside. Yeah, China State Media was said to be, quote, getting tanks ready in a major drill after months of protests. Got video footage showing scores of heavily armored vehicles with more vehicles stationed in an empty sports stadium at this point. Really? Wow. Yes. This could go, uh, this could be a major uh, event in, in world history, though. If, I agree. If, it could be. If China cracks down like they did in Tiananmen, since they've been building 
and people have been playing along with this fiction for years that they're no, they're a new, they're a new thing. China, they're like an open society. They're practically the United States. So let's do business with them. People that have been pushing that narrative, they crack down on these people. And there's lots of video. Uh, then, then, oh, okay, so they're not, or I can't keep pretending, right, that they're not basically the Soviet Union, right? The, the one primary difference, and I think it plays into the change in world history idea, is that Hong Kong is not. You know, it's not a big touristy square in the middle of Beijing. It's right. one of the major economic centers on Earth. And you can crack down and you can terrify people into compliance to some extent. But the lingering uh, rebellion, the anger, the resentment, the, the desire to recapture the freedom, these people have known their whole lives from when they were a British colony. That will not go away, and it'll find ways to express itself. Or any or any notion, and again, a lot of this is pushed by U.S. corporations and the Wall Street Journal, that G is sort of a, he's a businessman, and he's just he's just trying to do good for his country, like we're trying to do good for his country. He's not, he's not like Putin or something. Right. He does this, and you see a bunch of, you know, 17-year-old girls getting hit with pipes and stuff like that, and maybe they'll realize, oh, he's Putin. Right. He's just another Putin. Right. Which is what he is, by the way. The FBI is now at the U.S. Virgin Islands home of deceased accused sex criminal Jeffrey Epstein. The feds first spotted... Oh, you're buying the he's deceased story, are you, Marshall? Hashtag Epstein looking bum passes away. Mm. Mm. Body double. Mm. False flag. Mm. Conspiracy. Hashtag has anybody seen the Travago guy? Oh, Since Epstein's body was taken out of the jail. Mm-hmm. The raid comes as the investigation into an alleged sex trafficking ring continues despite Epstein hanging himself in a federal correctional facility His in Manhattan. His last words were, book a hotel room at 30% off. Ah, it seems odd to me. Where's the Trivago guy? So he hung himself, and according to experts, that's either something you can't stop or uh, impossible that it was allowed to happen. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't know which. Yes. It's been confirmed Epstein was taken off Suicide Watch July 29th, in part at the urging of his defense attorneys. And now we got a report from the Associated Press. It turns out one of Epstein's guards was not even a corrections officer. With the shortages of trained officers in some of the federal prisons... They've resorted to using clerical workers and teachers. And that uh, statement comes from the prison uh, guard union, who are really good at making any crisis a reason they need more employees and more money. Right, right. I don't know. I heard the guy talking, and I thought, if that's true, that's a terrible situation. Well, sure it is. But I have no idea whether it's true, because those guys, they have one job. The union, it's like teachers' unions. They have one job, get more members and more money. I heard Chris Matthews on uh, MSNBC yesterday. He said this, and I thought it was it was pretty good. He said, I'm just a guy who watches the news. You know, I don't know anything about this, but me and everybody I know assumed this guy was going to kill himself. Right. So how did this catch the jail by surprise? Right. And I agree. That's the first thing I thought when he got arrested. He'll kill himself. Well, if, if every normal person thought he's going to kill himself. There are procedures, Jack. A suicide watch can only last for one week, uh, pending the outcome of the physician's report. Blah, blah, blah. Bureaucracy, I guess, or the fix is in. A-Rod Rob, yes, the former Major League Baseball stars among the latest victims of a San Francisco car burglary. Nearly. Man, your brother... A-Rod, and uh, tens of thousands yes. of other incidents. And hundreds more today. Something to look forward to in the city by the bay. 
A-Rod uh, lost nearly half a million dollars worth of items. I shouldn't say lost. They were stolen. Yeah, it was on Brannon Street in San Francisco, yep. which is just a couple of blocks from where we used to park our cars at the old radio station we used to work at. Yep. And, uh, you know, just don't have any valuables if you're traveling. This is tips for people around the country. If you're going to San Francisco, don't have anything in your car because it will be stolen. I what like, about half a million dollars worth of stuff? I like Chris oh, Thompson's jewelry. headline yeah. in Deadspin. My whole life worth was less than crap stolen from Alex Rodriguez's car. Uh, he, uh, yeah, he had various personal effects, stole a camera, laptop, miscellaneous jewelry, and a bag. So yeah. a half million dollars worth of jewelry and electronics. Yeah. I, when I saw that headline, I thought, okay, the electronics, you got the nicest MacBook. Okay, it's $4,000. You got a camera, okay, there's a couple thousand dollars. So clearly the vast majority, like 98% of it, was jewelry. You have a half million dollars worth of jewelry in the trunk of your car? Well, right, yeah. What what, what a weird way to travel. Isn't he one of those guys who frequently has got the diamonds on his earlobe the size of cue balls? And he probably has a $100,000 watch. Oh, yeah, yeah, guaranteed. $100,000? That's his banger for, you know, when he's playing, like, pickup soccer. There is nothing that could have been listed as being stolen from him. Him that I would not have believed. Like a 10-foot portrait of A-Rod. I'm right. like, yeah, probably. Right. Probably had it was, that. It was on canvas. It was rolled up in the trunk. Yeah. It's really priceless. A genuine Picasso, yes. Of him. Yeah. Of him. <laughs> You've missed it. All right. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I realize when you're insanely rich, like A. Rod and J. Lo are, the the your, your your the perspectives, the percentage of you know your net worth, all that sort of stuff changes. Yeah, but uh, that is something. There's a secure lot for those people to park in too, uh, under the stadium. I have which, no which idea means why. to me that he travels with a half a million dollars worth of jewelry. To him is like me, you know, I don't know, something minor. With my yeah. old and I putter think, oh, and a coffee mug. Yeah, uh-huh. I think oh, I shouldn't leave that out, but I will. It's not much. Like, right. I think that's the way I have to... Yeah, that that's his traveling around in a rental car jewelry. Yeah, it's nothing I can't replace. <laughs> that's really? not his I'm at home with my real jewelry jewelry. Right. Travel jewelry. Rental car travel jewelry. Park in the alley in a city where everybody gets broken into jewelry. Wow. <laughs> Wow. That is so crazy. Yeah, it's like my uh, my plastic uh, G-Shock watch <laughs> that, well, it might get smashed, so I'll wear this one. That's a half million dollars for A-Rod. That's yeah, good to be him, yeah. except that he's a dish. <laughs> he he tweeted out or Instagrammed out a picture of J-Lo. His, are they married, officially married, or are they just whatever they are? They're together, Jack. The world's the most annoying couple. I don't couple. need a piece of paper to... Form the world's most annoying couple. He Instagrammed out a picture of J-Lo in her bikini bod oh, on the yeah. beach. And, Just missing my baby. Can't wait till she gets home from work. And I thought, what, is, what are you doing? What is, don't, do, ah. It's creating headlines for the idiot internet media. <laughs> yes. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, don't you know how annoying that is to every normal person? Yeesh. You know, I have that frequent fantasy about uh, taking the Founding Fathers on a tour of the modern world, the modern United States. And I think the, probably the uh, the FAQ, the frequently asked question, would be, how'd the world get so stupid? Yeah. So you've got... We were studying Latin and Greek as seven-year-olds. <laughs> you have adults. Who is this? Who is this A-Rod person? Among things next, the greatest thing we've ever heard. And who is the harlot that he's posting pictures of? Of course, they'd be flabbergasted at 
pictures. Yeah. Photographs. Um, we have uh, the greatest thing we've ever heard coming up next, along with people snuffing each other and others in prison, according to a guy who was in charge of preventing it. Ooh. A brief tale. Wow. Okay. You will think of it every time you flush the toilet for the rest oh, of your life. Do I want to? Yeah, you need to. That's next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We suggest this is a new ringer for your phone or your alarm clock. It's Marianne Williamson. Americans are slow to wake up. Once we do wake up, we slam it like nobody's business. Slam it. 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 I'm running for president because it is time for this generation of Americans to slam it. So where did so, she... Mr. President, if you're listening, slam it. Where did she say that? Uh, the slam it thing was, I believe, at the Iowa State Fair, probably in front of a falafel stand or something. Right. That seems to be where they're all speaking. Yes. Yeah. Uh, de Blasio spoke the other day and had 15 people in front of him, according to the Washington Post. <laughs> what is he doing? I don't. Why know. does he continue? I consider that a victory. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Beautiful. So I uh, got a couple of notes from a couple of prison officials, uh, present and former uh, corrections officers, about uh, old Epstein killing himself. And seems to be a, a disagreement on how possible it is and if it would have taken help or whatever. D- different facilities, probably. I don't know. But uh, these are a little graphic. The iron rule of jails. If an inmate wants to harm himself, it is impossible to prevent it. It's, it's not crazy graphic. I mean, adults will be fine. Um, kids, not so much. I once had an inmate hang himself while laying on the floor on his back. He looped a piece of clothing over a low sink, wrapped the other around his neck, and laid back uh, his f- back flat. The tie kept only his shoulders and head off the ground. Once the ligature tightens and compresses the carotid artery, the flow of oxygenated blood is restricted, and the subject loses consciousness in less than 10 seconds. So there is no fight or struggle for life. This is uh, real, I'm finding this troubling to listen to. I know. Me too. I'm, I find myself short of breath. Mostly because I'm, it you know, explains how accidents happen so easily then. With it the does, autoerotic deaths. Or, or just like anything, that. you know, kids getting things wrapped around their head or whatever, because obviously right. it doesn't take very long. Right. Yeah, once so well that's there are various holds in your mixed martial art that uh, are essentially designed to compress the carotid artery oh. and and bingo you're out and your limp is a rag doll and it's over. Um and usually usually you let go and and you got a headache but you're fine again. Listen to this now. I've seen other inmates wrap a bedsheet around the neck. I, I think of other people Tie a knot in the other end and then put the knot in the toilet and rapid fire flush to suck down the knot and start to hang the inmate. It nearly worked as the person had turned blue when the officer saw this and cut the sheet. Wow. That's a heck of a way to kill somebody. Are you kidding? Tie it around their neck, put a knot in the other end and start flushing it down the toilet. Great, Scott. Another one to use a slashing method. He had no sharp object, so brace yourself. 
He removed his dentures and did a serious number opening up his wrist with his false teeth. Man, you know. If you then wanna... there's cheeking medication to hide it in your mouth, store it for later to get high or try to commit suicide. Finally, jails are traditionally understaffed because we want to build schools, not jails. They'd rather spend money on parks, veterans, uh, the homeless, whatever. We spend, you know, we spend a ridiculous amount of money on jails. Yes, depending where you are. Right. In California, it's twice what other uh, states spend uh, for their jails. So the idea that there's a lack of money, I just I, I find hard to swallow. Like you know, everything else that's done by the government, where's all the money go? Right. You right. spend more money on schooling than you ever had before, and you get le- and you can't afford band uniforms now. So, you know, the the plea for more money doesn't work on me. Right. Right. Um, the, we did. We touched on this yesterday. For some reason, I didn't pay enough attention to it. The, the Putin, because nothing happens in Russia without you know him being in charge of it or saying okay. They tried a brand new rocket engine, a jet propelled rocket engine, and the idea of this a rocket nuclear propelled, nu- yeah, nu- yeah, nuclear rocket that in in theory could evade our uh, systems to detect it, which would be a pretty big deal. Right, um, yeah. Nuclear-armed and nuclear-powered has its own uh, in-missile nuke system, so it has unlimited range and can maneuver in weird and crazy ways to evade missile defense systems. Yeah, I that, didn't connect the dots about unlimited range when it's got its self-powered thing. Yeah, so it can maneuver in weird ways. It's yeah. not on a like a ballistic trajectory that you can track, predict, and bl- theoretically blow out of the sky. So this thing can maneuver like a jet plane. Yeah, in theory, it could hit anywhere in the United States, and uh, we wouldn't be able to detect it until it was too late. So that's really troubling. But they tested this, and it blew up. And uh, five Russian nuclear engineers were hurled into the sea when it exploded. And that was the end of them. Yes. And there was a giant funeral outside of Moscow yesterday with tens of thousands of people showed up for some reason. I don't know what exactly was going on. told them to probably? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but it just... They're national heroes. He's trying to put a brave face on it. Hey, this is an exciting achievement. Having it blow up. Flung into the sea. Were they were the reports that yeah. happened to those guys? Yeah. So yeah, you get your intermediate range uh, treaty that the U.S. just pulled out of because Russia is not paying any attention to it fairly recently, and then you've got a uh, a long range arms race going on right now between us and and Russia. Boy, that ain't good for some reason. I don't know what you do about it, but yeah. And you know what's you know what's funny about all this is the there were plenty of Soviets. Back in the day, back when the Soviet Union was uh, the Soviet Union, who had a real ideal, uh, ideological belief in communism. They were trying to get it spread across the globe. They thought that was a better way to run things. There were some ideologues. There were plenty of people who knew it was doomed, and they just liked the power. But there's no, like, giant ideological belief system behind Putin, is there? No, he's just a thug dictator. He's a dictator. Uh, although, I suppose... It's a version of the Chinese system, in a way. It's a state-run economy. It's a centrally planned economy. And he thinks if you're brutal enough and smart enough, you can make it work, just like Xi Jinping thinks, and he's done pretty well so far. Joe, you'll be excited about this. Congratulations. 
It's National Left-Handers Day. No, it's hey, not. Hey, congratulations, Joe. No, shut up. Don't congratulate me. These days are stupid. You're left-handed. We got this from the website, lefthandersday.com. Ah, well, I stand corrected. It's the official website. August 13th, today is a chance to tell your family and friends how proud you are of being left-handed. Joe, go. So here's your chance. The floor is yours. How tell proud us how of... proud you are of being left-handed. I was born that way. What are you talking about? That's not exactly your... Dripping with pride. Hmm. I was expecting more boasts. It's also supposed to raise awareness of the everyday issues that lefties face, as we live in a world designed for right handers. We'll be fine. What are, what are some of the I issues? I hate you whiners. Face? I'm not going to be one. <laughs> Using scissors as a little kid was slightly more difficult for me than other kids. Slightly. And you want the government to step in and? <laughs> Where's my affirmative action? Huh? I never had a chance in life. What percentage of people are left-handed? Yeah, mm, you probably eight, know that. Eight you, you don't to know 19. that. Why wow, you're the worst representative <laughs> I don't of care. the left-handed community <laughs> I've ever seen. Everything is m- more difficult for somebody than somebody else. You know, I, uh, the, all right, you want to hear some left-handed talk? The most annoying thing about it is that is is writing from right to left is somewhat annoying and you drag your your hand through what you've ju- I'm sorry from left to right is annoying because you drag your hand through what you've just written mm. and so with ink it it smears and you got to like angle your hand weirdly to not smear ink there there you go it's a, blind people are out there saying if i could find you i would punch you in the face <laughs> For complaining I, I, about that? Right, I'm not, no, it's fine, it's great. One of our kids is left-handed, and we've had his arm tied to his uh, side for two years now, trying to get him straightened Speaking out. Of people who need to be punched in the face. And it hasn't, uh, um, hasn't caught on yet. Chris Cuomo of CNN trying to punch people in the face, among other exciting news. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty.